And um, in regards to the sugi, we're going to start on the five, uh, about six words before the end. We were on the bottom of Lama Zayin and And we're continuing. So today's sugi is basically going to be three parts. Number one part is um, continuation of of this uh, shihia uh, slash chazara, basically discussing what happens if somebody was over on shihia. If somebody left something on the flame when he wasn't supposed to, and then what happens uh, if he did it by that was by accident? And then we're gonna ask what happens if he did it on purpose. And then we're gonna we're gonna go into a little bit into the sugya of chazara, meaning that's gonna be very negay in regards to the famous question of are you allowed to take your cholent off and put it back on? And then we're going to end off with a mission that's going to discuss uh, alternative types. Right now we've been discussing a Kira, which is uh, basically a two-pot stove. And we're going to discuss other types of um, uh, stoves or he- heating devices, ovens or the like. So we're going to start, at least in bottom of Lam and Zion, last line. Boy, my name is Bar Ava. We asked the following shout from Rechia Bar Ava. Shakach Kira. If one forgot his pot on top of the kira, on top of the stove, ubashla b'shabes, and it cooked on Shabbos. Okay, so now we're talking either according to Hananya, like we explained, there were two levels. There's Hananya, which is that he holds that a, you can leave something on the fire before Shabbos as long as it has cooked at least k'mayachol ben drusai, at least a third. So here we're talking about where it did not reach that point, or in Shittis Rabbanon, who hold that it needs to, the only time you're allowed to leave it on the fire from before Shabbos, if it was Nisbashal Kol and then within that we discussed on Bays yesterday, how far does Kol go? go? When we say fully cooked, does it have to be Nitzdamik Viraloi? That it, by cooking it anymore you're going to ruin the food, or even if Nitzdamik Viyafaloi, if it'll still get better, but it is fully cooked, that th- those were all within Shittis Rabbanon, but here we're saying what happens if it's something, so either according to Charania it's less than a third cooked, or according to Rabbanon it's less than fully cooked, okay? So what happens if you forgot that pot, you forgot that pot on the stove before Shabbos, Ubash Lobah Shabbos, and it cooked on Shabbos, Mahu. In other words, Lomaisa, you're not supposed to leave it. The question is, you, you sh- you're not allowed to leave it. What happens if you did? So Ishtik, he was quiet, Rechi Rabba was quiet, but he did not respond. Lamachar Nafik, Vidarish Lahu. Then the next day he went out to say Shir and he said the following Hamivashel Bashabis, somebody who cooks on Shabbos. So now we're talking about not he left something not he left something on by mistake and it cooked, or he left something on on purpose and it cooked. One who actually is over Bishal Bashabis, who actually cooks. So Bishai Gig Yechal. If it was by accident, he may eat it. He may not eat it. Okay, it was the uh, uh, Isser Daraisa was done on Shabbos. He can't eat it if it was bemazed. And then part of his drush, he said these words, Veloishna. Now, what is my Veloishna? What's this Veloishna? So we have two ways to understand this. And this Veloishna is going on our case of Shahiyah, meaning he left it on the flame and it continued cooking. It was not. A, a properly cooked, um, it was not fully cooked according to Rabbanon, or at least the third cook according to uh, Michael Ben Drusai, according to Hanan Yeshita, it was not properly cooked, and he left it on, and that's what the Veloishna is referring to. But there's two ways to learn the Veloishna. Rabbi Verev Yosef de Amri Tarvayu Lehetera. They're saying the Veloishna is Leheter. 
meaning that only by Bishel did <coughs> this Rebchia Bar Abba say that Bishoigeg is going to be, uh, I'm sorry, Bemezid is going to be Aser. Right? We said, he said basically three things. He said, when it comes to the case of Shia. So now that's subject to interpretation. Robert Yosef, they're saying, what's this Loishna? That's why when somebody cooks Bemezid, it's going to be Aser, Bemezid, Loyoichal. Avil Hai, Deloika Oven Maisa, but here by Shehia, whether it was left on by accident or on purpose, since you didn't do a Maisa, you just left it on, you didn't do a Maisa Isser. So the Bemezid Nami Yoichal. So they're going to hold that it makes no difference, Shegig or Mezid, either way, if the pot was La Maisa left on, Bidiyevet, it would be Mutter, okay? He says, He says, It's Le Isser, the other way. That when it comes to Bishel, when actually cooking, where we're, we're playing with, uh, pun intended, we're playing with fire, it's a very serious offense if you're over. It could be Daraisa. So he's not going to play around, he's not going to mess around, he's not going to go, Whoops, I forgot. Right, obviously, when it comes to Bishel, if he's forgetting, he's. Am I the only one that hears him coming in and out? Aaron too. Oh yeah, he's going in and out. Okay. Try it again. Mivashel, who of Nachmar Yitzchak Amar Is that better? <laughs> okay, still? Okay, I'll stay like that. That is Le'isr. Mivashel hu deloy asilumay. Mivashel hu deloy That when it comes to cooking, he's not going to play around because he, it's a very serious offense. It could be over on a daraisa. So then, then we'll allow you to eat the food that was by mistake cooked on Shabbos because we'll say that when you cooked by mistake, it was really a mistake. You wouldn't mess around with that. But when it comes to Shehiyah, which is anyways at worst, in Isr Durabanan, leaving something on the flame before Shabbos that was not properly cooked, and high to Asilirume. You're going to maybe play around with this, meaning you'll forget on purpose to leave something on. So in fact, the Rabbanon were more machmer. So we have here two opinions, Robert of Yosef on one, one hand, and Nachmar Yitzchak on the other hand, of what do we do about Shehiyah, Lamaisa, if you were over on Shehiyah, meaning you left this stuff on when you weren't supposed to leave it on. Do we say that since Shehiyah... It's like a fundamental age-old question. Do we say that since Shehiyah is on a lower level, that it's only Mevashel that Bemezid will say it's Aser, but Shehiyah, even Bemezid, is Mutter, because it's on a lower level? Or do we say, since it's on a lower level, you're going to get yourself into more trouble, okay, you're going to play around more, and therefore we're going to be extra Machmar on you. That's from Nachmar Yitzchel Shita. Now, Mezfei, we're going to ask a question on both of these Shitas. 
Shachach Kedera Agabi Kira. We have a bracer that says if you forgot a pot on top of the stove, Ubisha Bishabas and it cooked, Bishoigeg Yoichal, Bemezid Lo Yoichal, that Bishoigeg you are able to eat it, Bemezid Lo Yoichal. Again, this is Shachach Kedera Agabi Kira. So we see clearly, and we're going to learn the rest of the bracer in a second here, and it's complicated, but the simple part we see here is that. We don't go all or nothing. We don't say it's even, right? We had two sheets. Rabbi Yosef said that it's going to be lahatar, that even b'mezid, if you left it on, it's going to be mutter to eat. And Renachem Yitzchak said that even b'shegig, it's going to be aser to eat by shihia, if you were shachak der And here we say clearly, that the b'risa clearly says that it divides along the same lines as bishel. B'shegig yechel, mezid le'yechel. Now, just to finish the brisa, what are we talking about? We're talking about foods that were not fully cooked, that you that you left on the fire, you did shihia when they were not fully cooked. But food that was fully cooked, that was, right, so hot water or liquids that were fully cooked or food that was fully cooked. Either way, you are able to eat it. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda argues, he says, Chamin, it depends. Chamin, Shech, Mekol Tzarkon, that liquids are mutter. Why? Because overcooking a liquid is always bad. Because after it's hot enough, after it reaches the boiling point, it will then start to evaporate. So it's always liquids, overheated liquids will always be mitzamik varaloi. It's always to their detriment that you continue heating them. But, but the food that was co- fully cooked, it's still going to be aser. Because the food can still get better with more cooking. Like cabbage and beans. And, you know, chopped up meat. Aser, it's going to be aser. However, if the food is now, like we, I pointed out at the beginning of the Brisa, we said at the beginning of the Brisa that if you left something on, if you left something on the flame and it was cooked on Shabbos, that's a kasha on both shitas because we see it's not one, it's not all one way or another way. It's not all Bishagi or Mezid you could eat or Bishagi Mezid you can't eat. We see it's clearly like cooking. Bishagi, you can eat him and Mezid you can't. So now the Gemara tries to answer that went completely the Chumra that said even if you left something on the fire it's going to be Aser. It's not so schwer. The Brysa is before the Gzera which we'll talk about this Gzera in a second. And what we're really saying is you're right. If you left something on the fire before it was fully cooked you you are allowed to. Came on at some later point and made a Gzera saying you can't. And that's why I, Rav Nachman Yitzchak, said, "Kula leiser." El Rabbi Rav Yosef to Ami Lahatera. According to Rabbi Rav Yosef, that said that even if you left something on the flame, b'mezid, it's going to be mutter. Ikaidem gzera kasha mezid. Ilacha gzera kasha nami shaygeg. Right? There's no way to get around that. The Brisa clearly says b'mezid is going to be aser. And if it's and if it's after the gzera, then they should both be aser. So kasha. We're going to ask, the Gemara is going to blive Shver on Rabbi Rav Yosef. We leave it with a kasha, meaning there's no way to say that Shehiya, if you left it on, B'mezid is going to be uh, mutter. My Gezei Rasa. Now, this Gezei that we alluded to 
to answer of Nachman Bar Yitzchak. What is that Gezerah? Amar Rav Yehuda Bar Shmuel, Amar Rav Abba, Amar Rav Kahana, Amar Rav, Betchilah, Hayu Oymrim, and originally they said, Hamavashal B'Shabes, B'Shoigig Yoichal, B'Mezid Lo Yoichal, just like we said by cooking, right? V'hu Adin L'Shaycheach, sorry, that Shaycheach, that leaving something on the fire is the same din as Bishal, meaning Shoigig, it's mutter, if you left it on, B'Shoigig, it's mutter, Amazed, it's Osir. Misha Ravu Mashin Bemazed. Then what happened? What happened? You you opened the. I mean, how, how is this different than Cholent? Like, so this is this is um. You mean Lechachila? I'm saying that yeah, like t- today, like. So the, I want to be. So I want to be clear. This whole sugya is talking about. Yeah, you're right. That Cholent you are allowed to leave on because if if it is either fully cooked or at least a third cooked, if we paskin like Hananya. Here we're talking about where it was cooked less, so you can't just leave your chont on the fire. There's actually, there's two ways you can leave your chont on the fire. Either it has to be at least a third cooked, if we say like Hananya, or fully cooked like the Rabbanon, okay? Or it has to be completely raw, because if it's completely raw, then these issues go away of Shem Yechata, you're not going to mess with the flame. If it's completely raw, nothing you're going to do to turn up the heat is going to make it edible Friday night. So therefore, you, you can't... If it's completely raw, you've never eaten chol on Friday night. No, 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 no. If you put it on the fire completely raw, five hours later, if you, if you make it, if you yeah, on a, on a winter Shabbos, if you put it on completely raw, no, nobody, but nobody eats their pseudo five hours later. In other words, no, you have to think. Of, you have to think about. It. We make gazeras for what is common. So what you theoretically could do, you're right. I mean, if you're thinking that much about it, then you're not going to come to do something by accident anyways. Then you're amazed. Now, the point is, what we're trying to avoid is the masses. So the masses eat their Friday night meal right as soon as Shabbos comes in. Now, if you put the chont on completely raw, if you put the chont on completely raw before Shabbos, you're not eating it for your Friday night suda. Could you get into a situation where if there's a... Yes, I understand. You could get into it, but that's not what we make things... It sounds like it goes against what Rav is saying. No, 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 no. So I want to be clear. Like I said, here we're talking about where it was not cooked enough to leave it beheter, to leave it beheter, but you did it anyways. Yeah. Uh, In other words, we're talking about... It wasn't a third cooked, it wasn't fully cooked, and it wasn't... And it wasn't completely raw. Exactly. You were in between. In other words, it, a, a third is, again, it depends with shita. Hananya holds a third is good enough. The Rabbanon hold you need fully cooked. So it either, depending on which shita you're in, the Gemara is going in both, that it was either less than a third or not fully cooked. So but according to Hananya, specifically a third, or once it gets to a third, anything above a third, according to Hananya, is fine? Anything, anything as, long as, you, as long as you left it on, as long as it was cooked a third, it would be fine. So specifically, this case has to be, at least according to Hanania, it has to be at least, it has to be between raw, somewhere between raw and that third. Somewhere after raw, completely raw, and less than a third cooked. And according to Arbanan, the sugi would be that it was not fully cooked, but it wasn't raw. Then then it's considered cooked enough, you'll eat it. You'll eat it the way it is. Kamai Choban Drusai. Again, we're not coming to uh, exclude every single possibility. We're trying to create a gzera for them, or the Gemara is creating a gzera for the masses. So things that are likely to happen. The bottom line is, you're not necessarily going to fiddle with the fire, so you'll have a raw, I mean, think about it as meat, right? In other words, just because you like your meat 
well done doesn't mean that if you go to take it out of the oven and it's medium rare, okay, you're not necessarily going to put it back in the oven and keep it and keep the gas. And everybody's sitting at the table, you'll just eat it the way it is. Mitzdamek v'toivloi is in shitas. It's a machlekes in shitas rabbanon whether we hold mitzdamek v'toivloi will be a problem or not. Correct. So that that means according to the rabbanon. Again, if we paskin like the rabbanon, according to the rabbanon, you would not be able to leave it on if it's mitzdam. If we go like that shita and the rabbanon. Now lamaisa, what I'm telling you is we don't paskin like that. Because at least not in that in that sheet of the Rabbanon. Now the Mishnah Brewer, I mean, these are very very long and complex halacha lamaisas, and we'll discuss some of it at the end of the sugya. But um, most people, uh, it does not seem like even if you are machmer like the Rabbanon, we would only say if it's fully cooked. So. Okay, thank you. Appreciate that. Anyway, okay. Okay, but Lamaisa, this whole question is talking about what happens if you left it on to answer Keith's question is what happens if you left it on before it was whatever the level that uh, before the level it was it was less than the level cooked that you're supposed to it's supposed to be cooked in order to leave it on in the first place. So so okay, we're discussing here. So we were in the middle. Misha Ravu Mashin. So what's I'll go back three lines. My Gzeira, so what is this Gzeira? If you cook if you cook by accident, you're allowed to eat the food. If you cooked on purpose, you're not allowed to eat the food. And so too would follow if you left it on, like our din, that if you left it on the fire and you forgot, right? You by mistake left it on and it was not at least a third cooked or fully cooked. So then we would say that it would follow the same rule. Since you did it by accident, you'd be mutter to eat it. Misha Ravu Mashim B'mezid, what happened? People knew we're only dealing with the Drabbanon here, and they would forget, quote, forget on purpose, right? They would go ahead and leave it on because Lamaisa came to Shabbos and it wasn't cooked enough, but, you know, who cares? It's only Drabbanon anyways. But Oymrim, and then, and therefore, and they would say, whoops, I forgot. But Oymrim, Shechechem Anu, and people would say that I forgot. Chazur B'Konsual Shechech. And the Rabbanon went ahead and made a knas on people that even forgot and said that even if you forgot your food on the fire, if it wasn't cooked enough before Shabbos, it'll be usher to eat. Okay, now going back into this brysa, Okay, the, the Gemara is going to ask a steer in Rameyer and a steer in Rabbi Yehuda. If you remember, we had Rameyer and Rabbi Yehuda yesterday on Lamed Zayin Amad Aleph. Kasha de Rameyer, ad Rameyer, that there's a steer Rameyer, because over there, Rameyer said, in yesterday's Bryce, Rameyer said, Chamen Aval Loi, that in Shitas Beis Hillel, we said that the only thing you're allowed to leave on the flame is a, a Chamen, is liquid. Okay, and here we said in the Brisa, we say, that either way you're allowed to eat it. So it seems like whether it's chamen or foods, so that's a steer in Rameir. And Kash Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, because yesterday in Rabbi Yehuda, what did we say? We said we were only talking about where it was Garuf Vikatum. That Rabbi Yehuda only allowed you to leave Chaman and Tavshil. Okay. I'm sorry. 
uh, right? In other words, he said you're allowed to leave Chaman and Tashim, Garif Akatim happened to be what he said there, but he said you're allowed to leave Chaman and Well, here he said that you can only leave Tashil Shabisho called Sarka. So it seems to be a little bit of a stira. Ask the Gemara, it seems to be a stira. So the Gemara answers like Kasha, that the Brysa before that said, according to Rameyer, that you may only leave liquids, Chaman, on the flame before Shabbos. In Rameyer Shita, that was Lecharchila. You should only leave Lecharchila liquids. But now our Brysa here in Shita's Rameyer is discussing what happens if you left it. Bidiyeved, you left it. So then Rameyer is going to agree that you could also eat the, um, the, you can also eat the food, even though you should only Lecharchila leave liquid. If Lamaisa, you left food, you can eat it. And again, then we su- we're subject to the rules of the Brysa. If it's Beshegig, you can eat it. Maker Adin in the Brisa. And Rabbi Yehuda, do me an Amalek Kasha. Rabbi Yehuda is also not a stira. Kan Begrufa Vikatuma. That the Brisa of yesterday's Brisa, that was talking about it was Garafakatum. And since it was Garafakatum, meaning the, the heat source was raked away or was covered, okay? So therefore, since it was Garafakatum, Rabbi Yehuda said that you are allowed to um, leave. The chamen uh, and liquids and tashal and foods. And here, our Brysa is talking about it where it's not garafakatum. And then we're going to say that Yehuda is subject to the rules of is it chuchmu kaltzarkan mitzdamik varaloi or not? That if it's mitzdamik varaloi, meaning either, either all liquids which are naturally mitzdamik varaloi because they'll evaporate if it cooks too much, or foods that are mitzdamik varaloi will be mutter to eat. But the other ones are Usr, and there we're talking about Gruf of a Ketuma, where Rabbi Yehuda will hold both Chaman and, and, both Chaman and uh, foods, and Tavshil, and, and, and the foods are going to be mutter. Okay, so now we cleaned up that Brisa. Now we ask the following Shiloh. Avar Vishaha Mahu. What happens if you left it on Bemezid? Okay? Will we Lamaisa Mikonsu Rabbanon or Lo? Will the, in other words, we created this knas that Rabbanon said that you might, you might claim that you forgot. What happens, Lamaisa Me'ikradin, if you leave it on, even if you leave the food on, bimazit? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I explained, yes, maybe, maybe. Um, I explained it according to Rashi. Teisvis, um has a different shot in understanding this Shiloh. But Rashi clearly learns the Shiloh that way. And yeah, while logically it might seem to be a kol shikane, understanding that sometimes the Rabbanon are more machmer when it comes to situations where I say I forgot. And that, the Rabbanon Nachmer Yitzchak, it's logic defying. When I cook B'Shegig, I'm allowed to eat it, right? But we're more machmer in certain cases where you're going to claim I forgot. Again, I think that's the way Rashi's learning. If you want to, if, if that question still bothers you, uh, Tesis learns it differently, and he says that here we're asking it specifically in Rabbi Yehuda, even though we don't pass on Rabbi Yehuda, we want to know um, if, if, if um, um, is it only B'mezid, or maybe this is B'shegig also, and then this is just a second shaila of Shegig in Shittas Rabbi Yehuda, but I'm going to just, for the purposes of the Shir, I'm just going to say that it, it, we're asking the shaila in B'mezid here. So my answer to you is I entesis if you want uh, if it bothers you. It bothered me, but bothers him also gets me to his wife. She's a social worker. Okay, wonderful. Tashima. 
So what, what is what happens if you left it on b'mezid? Damar Shmuel bar Nason, Amar Chanina, Kishahalach Rabbi Yisrael itzipari. Rabbi Yisrael went to itzipari matzah chamin shenishtal agav kira He found liquids that were purposely left on the fire, at least according to the way we were explaining it. And v'loyasar lehem he did not aser the liquids. Right, because like we said, li- liquid that gets overcooked is automatically bad for you. So the person, you know, uh, we're not we're not afraid about we're not afraid with that. We're not afraid that you're going to come to cheat the system because overboiling liquid just causes you to have less liquid. It evaporates. That there were eggs that we were dried out, meaning overcooked eggs. That were left on the stove. My love, that we see that if you leave it on, that he ossered it to eat that Shabbos. And therefore, we now answered our question that if you leave something on, bemazed food, and it's mitzamek, right? It gets further cooked, it's going to be usher. So the Mara says, Loi, the Shabbos haba. When we say usher lahem, he wasn't saying you can't eat this food. He was saying, you're not allowed to do this, don't do this next week. And, but we have no raya that if you left it on, the Gemara is saying we have no raya that if you left it on, that it would be, the food would be usher to eat. So now, one final thing the Gemara wants to say about this, Miklal debates in Mitzumekes, Mitztamekes to Yafalan. Is it true that eggs that get more cooked, the more cooked, the better it is for them? Is that really true? Ninhu, in. So we say, yeah, we, both Rabbi and I, ended up in one place. They brought us tiny shriveled up eggs. They were, um, this was like a type of fruit that we had in Brachas that uh, we said is like shriveled. Very, very, some sort of very shriveled fruit. But Hanamei Harbe, we ate, we ate a lot of it, meaning we see that it was very, very good. It's delicious that it overcooked eggs. Okay, so that, um, now we're going to go weiter. Um, in the Mishnah, Beis Hillel, that we said that if something is garafakatam, now this is the sugya of am I allowed to put my chomp back if I take some off on Shabbos. Beis Hillel, that we said if it is garafakatam, okay, then you are allowed, Beis Hillel holds, you're allowed to, you could take the chomp off the stove, and a blech, by the way, serves for us as garafakatam. And therefore, you can take the chont off the black, take, black, take some, and put it back on. According to the mandamer who says you're allowed to take something off, it means machzirin afilu b'shabbos, even on Shabbos day. Meaning that the havamina here would be that for Friday night when I'm taking the food off, what's the concern here? The concern here is that we, wa- we, we don't want it to look like you're putting it on on the first place. So when I take the food off Friday night, let's say to take some chont, so then everybody knows when I put it back on that, yeah, the chont is meant to eat Shabbos day. And when I took some off Friday nights, because I wanted to taste some, and I'm putting it back, not because I'm originally putting it on there, but because I took, I, I took it off to get some. When I go to put it back on, I'm just putting it back. But when somebody goes ahead and puts the chont, they only see you put the chont on Shabbos day, so people are going to think, oh, you know why the guy's putting it on? Because he didn't put it on Friday night, right? And it's, he's trying to heat it up now originally. And therefore, because normally it gets taken, the chunk, let's say, gets taken off Shabbos day and left off. So he's saying that, comes along with Sheshis, and he has a hatter here, that that you even on Shabbos morning, after you eat your uh, Shabbos day meal, 
right? You take you could take some chont off and put it right back on the flame. That you can also put back the chont afilu b'shabes even on Shabbos day. We were in front of Rabbi Chia Rabba, and he brought us a, 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 a pot of uh, hot water, from the lower floor, to the upper floor, we poured him some hot water, and we put it back where we got it from, we put it back on the black, and he didn't say, you're not allowed to put it back. So we see that even on Shabbos day, you're allowed to put the return, the food, to the black. Maybe I'm missing something. How, how does this have to do with Shabbos Day as opposed to Friday night? Be- because the story was Shabbos Day. Okay. I, I mean, I'm, and, and the Gemara brought this as a riot to Rav Sheshis. Machzim and Afilu B'Shabbos. Rashi says, B'yayim HaMacharas, on the Shabbos Day, Rashi speaks it out specifically. Got it. Okay? So, now, Amar Rav Zika, so, so, Number one, we see here, you're allowed to put the chomp back on the black Shabbos day. Amar Rav Zerika, Amar Rav Abba, Amar Rav Tadoi. Loi Shanu, okay, now, we're going to now learn three exceptions, or, well, two exceptions, but we, we learned, um, we, right now, as far as we know, you're allowed to put something back if it is, number one, Garifakatim, right, if you have a black, if it's Garifakatim, if the heat source is somewhat removed from being in direct contact with the food, and if it is nisbashal kol tzarkai, or according to Hananya, um, at least a third cooked. So if it's cooked, so it has to be number one cooked, and it has to be, um, it has to be number one cooked, and it has to be number two garifakatim. Then you're allowed to put it back. There's a third thing which we kind of alluded to, which is, um, whereas by cooking, the ability to um, do shihia, right, to leave it on the flame or chazar, or put it back, is dependent on how much it's cooked, meaning a third cooked, fully cooked, again, it depends what shita you're in chananya or the rabbanon, when it comes to liquid, the barometer is a little different. It's, is it still hot or not? So, for liquid, as long as it's still... What if it's tiny shriveled eggs? As, if it's hot or not. If it's fully hot, I'm not looking at you. Thank you for being a let. A let. <laughs> so, I'm going to mute you. Please mute yourself. Please mute yourself. Thank you. <laughs> I muted him. Okay. So, the third thing is, like we said, if if the liquid in the in the in the chomp pot is still hot, so so far, in other words, if it's fully cooked, number one. Number two, the flame is garifakatim. And number three, if the liquid is at least um, still hot. If, it, if the liquid's not hot, then you have a problem, like we said, with chamen. That you can't, um, you, it has to uh, still be hot. If it's not hot, then you can't put liquid back on the flame. Amar of Zerika, now we're going to have two additional conditions here, just to finish off the second. Amar of Zerika, Amar of Abba, Amar of Tadai. Lo knew that you're allowed to put food chalent back on the black. If it's still in your hand. But if you removed it from the black and you put it down on the floor, usher, it's going to be usher to put it back. Rav Ami says, no. He made up this shita. He made it up. It's not true. It does not have to be in your hand. 
held even if you put it on the ground, the ch- you took the chalm pot off the bach and put it on the ground, mutter. And by the way, in this, in this of Rab t- whether Rab today was serious or not, meaning whether he made it up or whether this is established halacha, Amri, Chadamar, one person says, so we see this machlagus again, Chadamar, Oydim biyadoy mutter, if it's still in your hand, then it's mutter to return the chalm to the blech. Agave karka, Aser, if you put, the, when you took the chalm off the blech, you put it down on the ground, it's going to be Aser. The Chadamar, Hinich agave karka, Nami mutter. Okay, so we see a machlagus amirayim here, whether it still has to be in your hand, when you remove the chalm, in order to put the chalm back on the blech, does it have to be in your hand, or even if it was put down on the ground. Amar that you have to have in your well, I'm, I'm going to talk about how we paskin afterwards. Let's just finish seeing this last last part. Amar chizkiya meshmei dabaya, hoda amrit oidin biyadoi mutter. That which we said, if it's still in your hand, it's mutter. Lo yomar elishadaita lahachzer. Now here we see another stipulation. So stipulation number one, which was subject to machlekes amaraim, is does it have to be in your hand or not? Do you have to still be holding the chalm pot after you take it off the blech? Now comes along chizkia and says another stipulation. Amar chizkia mishmeda bayi hadamar oydim biyadoy mutter lo yomar elishadaita lahachzer. You have to have in mind to put it back. Avalein daita lahachzer. If you don't have in mind to put it back, aser. It's going to be aser. And Miklal Dalgabikarka, if you put it down on the ground, Afal Pisha Daita Lahaksar, even if you're gonna go ahead and put it back, even even if you if you had in mind to put it back, but you put it on the ground, so you took the chomp pot off the black and you put it on the ground, even though you intended to put it back on, Usr, it's still gonna be Usr, that's the first Lushan, meaning you need there's two stipulations. Number one, aside from the three things we mentioned, that it has to be Garfakatum and it has to be um, you know, cooked according to whatever level, and the liquid has to be hot. We have two additional uh, dinim here, which is that um, potentially, whether it has to be biyado or not, or agavikarka would be okay. And then we see here that do you also need in mind to put it back? Ikedamri, a second lashon in Amar Chizkiyah Meshved Abayin, Rav Chizkiyah Meshved Abayin, Hod Amar Agavikarka Aser. That which we said, putting it on the ground is also like Amrish ain't Daito Lachser. I will Daito Lachser Mutter. That if you have in mind to put it back, it's Mutter. So here, Miklal if it's in your hand, Afabisha ain't Daito Lachser Mutter. So we have here two Lashinas. According to one Lashon, I need both conditions. Number one, it's Oidim Biyadai, and I have Daito Lachser. And according to the second one, I need either or. Either it's on the ground, I put it down on the ground and Daito Lachser, or I put it on the uh, I'm still holding it in my hand, even without Daito Lachser, I'm allowed to put it on. Okay? Now, just to finish this off, by Rav Yirmiya, what about in between things? Tolam B'makel, let's say I suspended it, uh, I'm holding it on a stick, right? So, I'm, 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 I'm holding it on a stick, so I'm, it's, it's not in my hand, but it's also not on the ground. Mahu, what's the din there? Hanita Nagami Mita, if I put it on the bed, Mahu. In other words, I, it's not in my hand, but it's not on the floor either. If you switched it from one pot to the other, mahu, meaning, will we now say that it's it's it, it's it's mutter to put back, or is switching the pot already creating like a new misa putting on? It's no longer called chazara. Teku. Those shadows are not answered. Now, lemaisa, how do we paskin? So I said there's basically five stipulations. Okay, um, is the three of them that are universal, everybody agrees with, is number one, the food has to be cooked. In order to put it back, to take it off the blech and put it back, the food has to be cooked. 
Number two, the flame that you're um, putting it back onto needs to be garifakatum, which we say a blech is considered garifakatum. Number three, the liquid has to still be hot. Now, the other two, mi'ikar adin, the way we paskin, the way we paskin is mi'ikar adin, the way the Mishnah paskins, is that mi'ikar adin, you should, it's machogis rishayinim, whether you need these other two things. Meaning, do I need daita lahaksar and oidim biyadai? And the Mishnah says mi'ikar adin, that you should have all five of these. Okay? Um, so the first three, which everybody agrees you need, and meaning it should be daite lahaksar, so when you take it off, you should have a mind, and it should be oiden biyadai, that you should still be holding or touching the pot. But b'shasat chak, the Mishnah Bura Paskins, it says toiv lahachmer, but b'shasat chak, if you did not have um, either of these two things, or according to some Rishayinim, both of these two things, meaning you did not have daitel achzer, and, um, and, you, and, and you did not put it on the floor, b'shasat chak, the Mishnah Bura Paskins, that you can still put it back on. Uh, if it's going to ruin your Shabbos, you can still put it back on. So that's pretty much uh, the sugya of chont on off the fire. What's the difference between like th- like this and like a hot plate, like where you're going to put cold food onto it? So a hot plate is also considered garifakatim. Yeah, but then you could put a you could put a, a cold food. You take food out of the fridge, you could go Shabbos morning, and put it straight onto the the hot plate. So what's the difference? Because it doesn't fit the... the oh, so here we're talking... Or there's two different things here. Here we're talking about... So you can, you can do this too on the blech. You just can't put it on top of the flame. The question is, can uh, you put it on top of the heat source or not? So I guess according to those that say you can take food out of the fridge and put it onto the hot plate, it must be a hot plate that's not hot enough like, an, like, like a flame that's garfakatam. It's even on a lower level. It's, Which is why we have to add, like, you know, some kind of metal element or some... Right, so, and then there's a concept of ala kader. There's a separate hatter that we haven't discussed here, which is, can I, it, you know, you can put something on top of a pot that's on top of the flame. Or you can turn a pan upside down and create, you know, create a pot. Um, so it's, it's one more step removed. So now it's no longer being put on top of the flame. It's being put on top of a pot on top of the flame. Okay, so Zakta Mishnah. Tanner Shehisiku. So Tanner, we've discussed before, Tanner is, we call it an oven, but really, so a kira we said is basically like a box, the heating element, the heating, you know, the coals, you open like a, a, like a mailbox on the front and you put the coals in there. And then on the top, there were these two circles that you uh, kind of like, we talked about the, you know, it's something used to heat soup. So where you drop the pots in from the top. Right, and they rest either partially in by the hand, or partially in, or fully in, uh, held up by the handles of the pot. So a tanner is more like a baking oven, like a pizza oven. Okay, meaning it's uh, wide on the bottom, it's smaller on top, and it's very, it gets very, very hot. So tanner shehisiku bekashu begvava, a a the tanner which is something that is more heat efficient than a kira which has these two big open circles there that you stick the pot into. So a tanner is more heat efficient. So then even if it's heated with kashubugvava, which is straw and stubble, which is the, um, you know, the stuff that doesn't burn as hot, still, since it's a tanner, lo yitain, you may not put food in, bein mitoichoi, bein me'agabov. Whereas an oven, we said, uh, kira, I'm sorry, where we said a kira, you are able to put with kashubugvava, by a tanner, we say kashubaba, you may not put either on top of it or inside of it. Kupach. 
And we'll see, the Gemara is going to explain what Kubach is, but we'll just speak it out. Kubach is like a half kira. So in other words, whereas a kira was a box that had two circles on the top that you drop the pot into, a kupach only has one. And we're saying it's in between a kira, meaning it's only one hole, so it's slightly more heat efficient than a kira, but it's not, it still has a hole on top, so it's not a tanner. If you lit it with the kashubugvava, which is a straw and stubble, that's the stuff that doesn't burn as well. Then we'll say it follows the dinim of a kirayim. But if you use the super hot stuff, right, the gefes of which is the uh, uh, seeds, wood, or the uh, sesame seeds, um, then hareza uh, ketaner will have a din of a tanner, and you may not put anything on top or inside of it. So we discussed that a tanner, we said you can't put anything on top of it or inside. Tanner shesiku, savar of Yasef lemeimar, toichai, toichai mamish. When we said you can't put something inside, it means really inside. You can't put something on top. What we didn't discuss was can you put it next to it? Now, if you remember, we discussed that for a kira that was that was not garifakatim, so that had this super hot stuff, okay, the stuff that would really be more heat efficient and was not raked away, that we said even though it's usher to put something on top, on a kira, on the double pot uh, stove thing. So we said lismaich was going to be mutter. We asked it as a shayla yesterday, on the bottom, and we said it was going to be mutter. So I have a lismaich for a tanner, shaper dummy. So Rabbi Yezus says, also for a tanner, it's usher to put inside, it's usher to put on top, but to put it next to it, like we said, it's not mechsi kimavoshal, it's not the normal way that people would cook is by putting a pot next to, a, next to a hot stove. You'd either put it in or on top. Therefore, it's going to be mutter. Eisve, Abai, Abai doesn't like that. He says, Kupach shesikuhu we said that a single burner stove that was with lit, lit with kashubigvava, with strong stubble, which doesn't burn so hot, then it has a din of like a kirayim, that you're allowed to put stuff on top of it if it's uh, then you ought to put stuff on top of it if it's garifakatum. But if it's gefet se'etzim, then we're going to say it's like a tanner vi'aser. Okay? It is aser. Ha'kakira. So what does it mean it's aser? Ha'kakira shari. So it must be that whatever is going to be aser with the gefet se'etzim on the kupach, on the single burner, if it was like a kira, if it was like a double burner, shari b'mutter. And what are we talking about? We're talking about putting food on top of this kupach, because if it's garifakatum, then it, will, it, it should be mutter. So if we're talking about it where it's not garifakatum, so elakira, ki ena groof of a katuma agab of mishari, are you allowed to put food on top of a kira that is not garifakatum? Elalav, we must be talking about lismaich. Since the Bryce says usr, we don't know what that usr case is. It must be that the usr is to put next to it, and we see it's like a tanner, that a kupach is like a tanner, an usr, and we establish what does that usr mean? Usr must mean to put it next to it. So you, Rav Yosef, are wrong. You, Rav Yosef, said that a tanner, that it's uh, even, that's lit with the kashu bubble, which is the stuff that doesn't burn as well, it's usr to put in it and on it, but next to it would be mutter. We see here that it would be usr to, by a tanner, to put next to it. So, 
We're talking about, no, he says we're talking about a single burner that is garifakatum. Vitaner, groove of a ketuma. We're talking about an oven that is garifakatum, that the heat source is cleared away. Can somebody mute themselves, please? Okay. What does it mean that it's like a tanner? That we said it's like a tanner and asr. Even though it is cleared away, asr. And we re-explains this brisa that we're talking about that you you asked the question of Yosef because you assumed we were talking about when it was not garifakatam, but here we're saying that no. We're talking about where it is garifakatam, and that is why, um, and that is why, that because uh, a tanner, even if it's garifakatam, it's going to be aser, and that's why a kupach is like a tanner, and um, Rav Yosef can still um, keep his shita and say that when it's you put something next to a tanner, it would in fact to cook, right? You heat it up next to a tanner, it would in fact be mutter. However, zakta gemara tanya we say like Abaya, clearly Abaya, that you cannot put food next to a tanner, which is the tanner sheisikua, bekashu gvaba, a tanner, which we said is more efficient at heating, that even if you lit it with kashu gvaba, with this stubble, with the stuff that doesn't burn as, as hot, ain't saimichin la, so we see clearly, ain't saimichin la, you may not put it next to the tanner, ve'en sarech lemer al and for sure on top of it, and for sure into it, and if you use the super, you know, the stuff that burns hotter, uh, you know, that heats better, the, you know, the gefes and eats him, then it's for sure going to be also in a tanner. Kupach, like we said, a single burner, that you lit with the kashvigvava, which is the stuff that does not burn as well, you can heat something up next to it. So you can put your uh, cold pot or your uncooked pot, ne- your cold pot next to um, this uh, kupach, the single burner stove. The, and the grout changes is you can put food on top of it. The gefes of eitzim, but if, if it was heated with the gefes and eitzim, which is the stuff that burns a lot hotter, you may not put food next to the kupach, the single burner, to warm up. Now, just the last point here before the Mishnah, we already spoke this out. We're trying to understand what this kupach is. So the What is this kupach? This is what we called it, a single, um, single uh, burner stove. What is it? If it has a din like a kira, like the double stove, the place for two pots, that even if it has gefes and etzim, even if it was heated with the stuff that burns hotter, if it was garifakatim, like we said, akira, it should be fine. But here we're saying it's like a tanner. Ikataner, dummy, if it's a tanner, afilo bakash, bugvava. Basically, we're saying what we said is that if it's a, a kupach is kash, bugvava, then it's like a kira. And if it's gefes and etzim, it's like a tanner. Umar is asking why. It should be whatever it is. Why are we saying it should? It's like this one. So, so ikataner dummy. If it's like a tanner, I feel the nami loy. If a kupach is truly like a tanner, which is the more hotter one, then it should, even kashu gvava. It should also be usher to heat up food next to it. So Amar so he responded. I'll tell you why. It is in between nafish havli midikira. 
it a kupach burns hotter, like we spoke out, than a kira. Vizatar havli mitanor, but it does not burn as hot as a full blown, you know, baker's oven. Hechidami kupach, and how? What does this kupach look like? We, like I said, we've already spoken this out. Hechidami kira. What's a kupach? What's a kira? Amar Avi Yosi Barchanina. Kupach is makam shvisas kedera achas. It's the same thing as a kira, just with one an opening for one pot. Kira is makam shvisas shtekederes. It has an opening for two pots. We also learned to brisa kira shenechalka laorka laorka that if you um, if you uh, chopped you sawed up a kira east to west so along the, the length basically in effect destroying both because you have two holes right uh, that's the long way and now you chopped it in half the long way so you destroy your entire kira then it's tahira because you destroyed your kli. Right? In other words, a kli that you destroy is going to be tar. It's no longer tummy. Lirachba. But if you chopped it north-south, meaning you chopped it right in between where the two pots are, then it's tameya because you still have a, you still have a kupach. You basically just turned your kira into a kupach. You haven't destroyed it as a kli. Kupach bein laiker bein lirachba tahar. But if you chop a kupach in half, either north-south or east-west, it's going to be tar because since it only has one burner, it will no longer be good at all. Obviously, another action-packed daf here. Um, I'll do a quick summary. And then, I just wanted to discuss the Yontif schedules. So let me send this out here. I know it's long. Like the tiny shriveled eggs. Okay, we got it. Okay. Um, let me send the, this. The pink box made it back into your basement. It's, it's to your left right now. Uh, okay. So you should have the summary if you want to look along. Um, so first, we asked, "What about if you left your?" You left your um, pot on and it was not cooked enough. Either like Hananya wasn't cooked a third or like the Rabbanon, it wasn't fully cooked. What is the din if you left it on? Okay. So Robert Yosef said that only by cooking B'mezid you can't eat. But if you leave it on, even B'mezid you leave it on, you could eat. Okay, if you leave it on because she is only did the Rabbanon. Renachem Yitzchak said, L'chumrah, that mevash only mevashal b'shoigig is mutter, that only by bishal will we say shoigig is mutter, but by shahiyah, if you leave it on when it's not properly, um, when it wasn't cooked enough to be allowed to leave it on, it's going to be usher even b'shoigig, because we said the lirume, you're going to try to cheat the system. We asked on the fur cheetah on Rabban Rav Yosef, how could you possibly make all from the b'risa, and according to Rav Nachman Yitzchak, we said that the Brisa, yes, I understand the Brisa says that Shaggy is mutter. That was talking about Kedim the Gzera, and then they made a Gzera to Asr even Shaggy. Um, and then we we brought the Brisa in and we asked the Stira, both Rameir and Yehuda, and we established Rameir that we're talking about Grufa. The fact here that he said it was mutter is because we're talking about bidiyeved. But lechachila, we said it was aser, like the brisa on Lamed Zayin. And Rehuda here said, if it's grufa, then chamin atavshil is mutter. Okay, um, that was that was the brisa on Lamed Zayin. 
right? We asked the Stira Behuda. So we said that if it was Grufa for Ketuma, that's the Brisa, where we said it's Mutter. If it's not Grufa, then we said it depends. That was a Brisa here because we're talking about a Tanner of Kira that was not, um, clear, the heat source was not cleared away. So then we said it depends. If it's either hot water or food that's mitzamik v'raloi. We said hot water is always mitzamik v'raloi. Then b'dievet is going to be mutter. Mitzamik v'tayvlo, we said even b'dievet is going to be usher. And then we asked, what about avar v'shaha, shabba mezid? I put it in like Rashi. Um, okay, mahu. And Rabbi Yesi, we said, chamen or mitzamik v'raloi is definitely going to be mutter. Mitzamik v'yafa, we said, it seemed like the Gemara wanted to learn would be usher, but we didn't know if what did usher mean that it's usher to eat or usher to do. Right, which we already knew it was usher to do, and he was just telling them it's usher to do uh, on fu- you know future Shabbosim. and therefore we did not answer the Shiloh of what happens if you leave it on. Are you allowed to eat the food or not? Okay, and then we talked about you know the classic bringing the chomp back, uh, you know putting the chomp back on the flame. And Rav Shesha said even during the day, not only Friday night when it's nicker that you're putting it back, that it was on for the food was on Shabbos. Um, the food was already on the flame for Shabbos. So you were planning on eating it, but putting it back Friday night. But even Shabbos day, if you put it back on, we're not going to be concerned that it looks that it might look like you um, put it on the charchila. Okay, and then we had along with the three, like we said, it was three and two. So along with the three things that we had already, that in order to return the fire to flame, it has to be cooked. Uh, depending, like we said, if you hold a charanio or the rabbanon, how much it has to be cooked. Um, but it needs to be cooked and garafakatum, okay? And like we spoke out, it was mashra for the Gemara that the liquids needed to be hot still. And then we had the other two things, machlekes and divrei reptadoi, if it's mutter to put it back only if it's in your hand or not, or even if it's munach bakarka, that we said was subject to machlekes. And then chizkia layered on that it's it, you, this concept of daita lahachs, you have to have in mind to put it back. According to the first lashon, it was an additional um, it was an additional stipulation. According to the second lashon, it was um, it was either or. Either it's biyadai or you could, uh, if it's on the ground, then you could put it back if daita And then we asked the shaila, what about these in-between cases that are neither in your hand nor on the ground or to take it, you know, if you emptied the crock pot into another pot, are you allowed to put that pot, you know, back on the stove then, and we did not answer those shilas. And then we discussed that a tanur, even if it's heated with the lower, you know, the lower heat elements, the kashubagvava, that it's usher to put on top or in it. In other words, it's more machmer than a than a than a than a kirayim, than the double um, you know, potted double uh hold, you know, pot stove. And um what about to put next to it? Rav Yosef wanted to say it was mutter. Abaya said to put, you know, to put a pot to heat up next to the tanner is going to be usher, even though we said by kirayim that the gefes of eitzim, which was the super hot burning stuff that uh, to put uh, that was not garfakatim to put next to it would be mutter. Here, um, uh, Abaya says it's usher, and we have a brayser that said tanya kavasa Abaya, and then we discuss what this kupach is—that it was a single, uh, you know, place for only. It was like a kira, but it had a place for only one hole. We said if it is heated with kashvugvava, it's like a kira that you're allowed to put food on top of it. If it's heated with gefes and eitzim, then it's like a tanner. You're not allowed to put on it, in it, or like like Abaya or next to it.